All right, so, so uh, uh, let's, let's, let's talk about a little bit of the Word, because now that our hearts are open, we can, we, can, we can get not just, you know, God's trying to pour out the revelation and um, through inspiration, but there's no guarantee it's illuminated when we got all this other stuff, like uh, uh, it, uh, almost evaporating the Word before it takes root, right? That's why we got to get out of our heads. And so we've been talking about uh, this, the spirit and flesh war. And, you know, we gave you a few scriptures, uh, uh, Galatians 5.16, the spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh, oh no, that's Matthew 26.41. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. But we said it's talking to your soul or, or your mind. It's talking to your choice station, right? And we gave you, we're going to run through these, so hopefully y'all have them available, right? The natural man, okay. All right, so, so we gave you, just so you could have a picture of, of what's happening and what's happened in our lives, how, you know, we were born in this world of sin and inequity. <laughs> all right, so we was born in this world. I'm trying to stay focused, but all these jokes keep coming out. Okay, but you think it's, it's, you think it's, it's not happenstance there's been a lot of spills. Yeah, see, God's trying to pour some things in your life. So he has to, he has to like, uh, he has to get you uh, when you're not ready. You know, see, he wants some things to spill all over you. So, so, so we're born into this world um, because of, you know, Satan being cast down. And so the world of sin and iniquity, uh, Psalm 5, 5 talks about that. But we come in as this natural person. We're coming from the heaven realm, but we come in our, our, our uh, incubator, you know, when we're in the water in the womb, is a, it's a natural birth, right? Uh, it's a supernatural thing, but it's happening in a natural world, right? So we're this natural person. So yeah, I can show that. So the natural person, as we showed before, at the top of that, that circle, so you see that soul, my will, and emotions. You see on the outside, our body is sight, sound, smell, touch, and taste, right? But you see how within this channel of our heart, it's, uh, the natural person is closed to God at the top, but open what? To Satan, right? You see the flesh is open to Satan, right? And so, so we're, we're this natural person, 1 Corinthians 2.14, the scripture at the top, it says the natural man can't understand the things of God, nor can he discern them, process them, but they're spiritually discern. Well, they're foolishness to him, right? So when, when a natural man sees what just took place and people falling out, it looks foolish because the natural man can't process it. But to the spiritual man, they pick up God moving. That's why I told people to blank their mind and just pick up his presence, something I do every morning in worship, right? And so, so that natural man, because the flesh is, is, is now being accessed by the adversary, when the spiritual things come, the first voice, verse first voice and the first thought is the natural man, right? And the natural man is like, this doesn't make sense. I don't know. Like when they was trying to pray for me to be filled with the Holy Spirit back in New Jersey, uh, and I was like, I, I ain't letting go. <laughs> like, I, I felt my whole body was going to explode. Like, like, literally, why? Because it was so stuffed with my fleshly life, with my pain, with my offense, with my bitterness, my resentment. With all the things I was doing in my life, it was, it was, I, was, I was spiritually constipated. Yes, sir. 
And so when, when now I come into a spiritual atmosphere, I, I don't know what this is. I just came for the music. You know, I, I really, I didn't want to, I didn't even come for the word. And so, so, so now I'm in this atmosphere and they're trying to pray for me to be filled with the spirit. I'm like, this is spooky and y'all are not getting me. And so I'm like, I'm holding on, man. I could feel like I was going to throw up. But I'm holding on because I changed. I felt if I let go, my whole body would explode into pieces. I know that doesn't make sense, but that's how I saw it that day. But, but, but my flesh couldn't handle all that spiritual uh, thrust that was happening in that service. So, so I said, I got weak. I got tired because the flesh do get weak. I got tired. So I said, I'll get up. I'm just going to have to explode. And my tongue started going 100 miles an hour. I was like, okay, what's going on here? Like, what's happening here? Right? What I'm saying is, I, I was this natural man for a long time. I visited church, went to Sunday school, you know, heard a few scriptures here and there, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, I prayed the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, not knowing that was worshiping God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. I'm not even thinking about his will or the kingdom. On earth as it is in heaven. See, we pray in these prayers and don't even know what they mean. That means I'm supposed to be living a life in this, the nat, I'm supposed to be living a super in the natural. Yes, sir. On earth as it is in heaven. Why am I praying the prayer? Because I was doing it out of ritual, out of repetition, but not out of revelation or illumination. You understand what I'm saying? I saw so I'm this natural God. Then I, 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 this particular day, you know, I'm, I accept Jesus, so I accept Jesus. And so I accept Jesus and I, I wipe my forehead. You know how we do. Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Got that out the way. I didn't even want to get about them chairs, but finally got out the chair, right? I'm saved, right? So now I'm this worldly Christian, um, only because I opened the door to God, right? But look at the bottom. Satan still has access to the flesh. So I'm what's called carnal-minded, right? I'm carnal-minded because now I'm, I'm I'm, I'm talking spiritual things, I say spiritual things, but I live a worldly life. A fleshly, like carnal, carnality, flesh. So, so the scripture says, they that are after the flesh mind the things of the flesh. That word minds means to be counseled by. I'm counseled by the flesh, but I'm saying I represent the spirit. But the flesh is going, oh, no, no, we got, we got to, listen, this has been a long day. We got to have a drink. You ain't had a drink in a long time. What's the, what's the problem? Then the flesh get, uh, signs up a stronghold of philosophy or reason behind the drink. Well, I'm just doing it in moderation. Hey, would Jesus turn the water into wine? I keep telling you, y'all better stop saying that because that's, a, that's, a, that's your evidence for when you're trying to turn water into wine. You're trying to turn water into wine and somebody, oh, you're a sinner. You're trying to turn water into wine. Jesus turned the water into wine. But I don't see nobody trying to turn water into wine. Why you can't use that scripture? To drink. Help me out. I'm lost. You see what I'm saying? Like we, we, we're, we skip all the other. See, we learn this in Bible school. It's called a context principle. Does that scripture line up with the entire context of the Bible? You know, the whole Bible, the Old and New Testament. What book is it in and what passage is it in? Right? Students at school, right? So how does that line up with strong drink, wine, mixed wine? It, it covered everything. 
It's not good for kings. So are you a royal priesthood, a chosen nation or not? Or are you royalty or not? See, we claim royalty, but we live beneath it. All right, so we got this worldly Christian, right? He, you know, he's, 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 he's doing the best he can, but, but he's, I'm not, I got to make sure I don't spill nothing because I was going to crack on everybody else. So I got to keep my, my, my window open to crack, crack on y'all. So it's going to be hard to see this. Nah, you're good, you're good, you guys are good. Because um, I know the camera's there when I put it on the floor. If I put it on the floor, can you see? If I go like this? All right, cool, 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 cool. Oh, that's cool. See? Nah, nah, but then now I got to get another prop. Nah, that, that's not going to be big enough. I appreciate you. All right, so we're going to put this guy over here. You can still see it? Go back. Nah, that's nah, still not going to be. This is cool back here? Cool. So we put this guy over here, and we'll put this. We can see it, right? All right, and this guy's over here, right? The cup got the airs thing, so I'm going to leave that there. So when I'm next here, this is me as a natural person, right? This is me. Satan has all access. We like partners. Now, he's a, he's a silent partner because if I knew he, he was there, I probably wouldn't be rolling with him. You know, I think I'm making my own decisions, but he's really influencing me. I'm really a puppet, right? You know what I'm saying? Don't get mad. I was a puppet too. All right, so this is, this, is a, this is all I like. So now I accept Jesus, right? And I move beyond that. So remember we said worldly Christian status. So I move beyond that, right? So I'm, I'm about here. Now I'm, I'm, I'm much further from there, right? Right? And I feel like, man, I used to be out there, man. You know, I remember, you know, I was freebasing. I was doing this. I, I, I was out there, womanizing, whatever, right? So, so, so I'm still playing off of I used to be. And my piece is, I'm not what I used to be. But the challenge is, I'm not what I'm designed to be. Right? And so, when I go through a crisis, Maurice, and it tries to attack me, and, and, and that voice that I still have open says, man, go have a drink, do this, that, and the other, man. You've been doing good. You've been doing good. But I'm closer to where? Here than there. So, just like, you know, people that do graphics or do video, you know, it's, 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 what's it called? Snapback? You put, the, you, put the, you put it close to the timeline and it snaps together. I, use, I had a video, put that, put that clip on it. Go, shoo. So, as soon as you feed that flesh a little bit, shoo, before you know it, you're like, how did I get here? You see what I'm saying? So it's not about I'm, I'm, I'm not where I was. It's about I'm playing off of my getting with, with God. Right? Now, when we get here, now we're the spiritual Christian. Right? And, yeah, the spiritual Christian, you notice, top is open. Right? But what about the bottom? But what about the flesh? Flesh is crucified. Like, so the flesh don't get a voice. Right? Because we know the spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. So if I get a flesh of voice, it's speaking from a weak place. Mm -hmm. It's speaking from feelings. This is how I feel. 
And, 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 and I'm going to say this respectfully, we got to understand people aren't tripping when they tell you this is how I feel. We are tripping when we take that as, oh, well, there's nothing we can do. We're supposed to guide them out of their feelings into the spirit. Right? We're supposed to what? Guide them out of their feelings into the spirit. All right, so, so that brings us uh, to uh, what we are uh, supposed to talk about today. So, and, and, we, and we know through the scripture, First, uh, uh, first Corinthians 9.27, Paul said, I buffet my body. Right? So I purposely do things to make sure my flesh don't get the first voice. So I'm doing things that are uncomfortable because I know my flesh don't like it. I get up and go to church even when I don't want to because I know my flesh wants to chill. I don't watch certain things because I know the flesh wants to watch it. Oh, no, you ain't getting no love. Remember, I had the, remember we had the panel of the flesh and the spirit up here, right? And remember when the, when, 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 when the person got in trouble, they, they got on the spirit. Like, I can't believe you got me into this situation. The spirit's going, well, hold on a second now. I barely eat. I ain't got no strength. He just keeps doing stuff. Feed me, man. I'll help you out. But you can't do the two hours of church or the, the U-verse uh, scripture in the morning, feed the flesh all week, and expect the spirit to get you out of trouble. It's not going to happen. You got to feed that spirit, man. Right? So he can win the war. Right? Give him some tools, something, you know. Some type of worship. How about worship? Something, anything. You know, you're going to come in here and get a powerful word uh, from God, not the pastor, and then you're going to go out there and, and be bumping and grinding in your car. You're just going to flush out all that noise. Remember, the scripture says in Mark chapter 4, it says some people received the word, Satan stole it immediately. So back in the day, so, so, you, so, so listen, you don't choose to grow in the hood. I'm going to say that before I say what I'm about to say. It's not like, you know, there's, you know, there's a line, be like, what's that city over there? Newark? Oh, they hard. Yup, yup. Send me there. Yup. Those are my peeps. No. You wake up and you were around. Hey, y'all know I love y'all. Crazy. And so what you do is you either get, get overwhelmed or you, you change or you adapt or you figure what happens. It's, 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 it's a manipulation tool. Suggestibility, I'm going to suggest something to you to get your attention. And I, hopefully I keep your attention long enough where I convert you into contagion. I get you to go with the flow. And then I'm, I, I, I'm going to keep you going with the flow long enough to, but I'm hoping to submerge you behind. I'm hoping to take over your choices. It's been happening for years. Right? That's, that's what the flow is. So what happens is I wake up, I'm in a world, suggestibility, whether it's smoking, getting high and doing whatever, chasing girls, whatever, right? So then I start going with the flow because at first it wasn't me for a long time. It's like, man, that ain't me, that ain't me. But then I was like, maybe I'm tripping. Everybody's doing it, but see, I'm in one city. Everybody ain't doing it, everybody around me doing it. And I'm not in every place in the city. I'm in one ward or section. But I'm going, everybody's doing it. I said, well, can't knock it till you try it. Dumbest thing I ever thought of. So now I'm contagion. I'm going with the flow. Now I got people going, yo, yo, what's up, Keith? I saw you at the club. I saw you at the club. I was like, I'm with them. Listen, don't trip. I know you was there. You see me partying, but this is the backdrop, right? 
So then, now I'm going with the flow, but then it submerged me. Now I became that world. So I'm the, short, I'm the kid with the, with the getting, getting A's. Listen, nobody knew I got the honor roll. That's how much of an actor I was. Oh, he crazy. What's up, crazy, crazy? And I'm, I'm coming out to school. Crazy. Th- these guys didn't go to school. They go crazy. What's up, crazy? I was like, yo, what's up? But then I, I'm going home and doing my homework. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I got I to gotta, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I got to. I got to, yeah, so, so I got the honor roll, but no one knew because they weren't in school. People I hung with wasn't in school. So they didn't see me get my certificates or nothing. You understand what I'm trying to tell you here? So I'm actually not, I'm, li- I'm, 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 I'm a double-minded man. I'm a worldly Christian. Oh, well, I'm not a worldly Christian. I'm a worldly fool because I wasn't a Christian, <laughs> right? But I was, I, was, I was all over the place is what I'm trying to tell you, right? That wasn't me. And it ain't you. That's why when you go back to your room by yourself, you're depressed. Cliff was telling me, I hope you don't mind me telling what he said. He was telling me, you know, when he was out there, he was like, man, we out there. Man, ain't nobody really trying to be out there. You, like, you, you're out there handling fear. But it doesn't mean you hard. You feel stuck. You've already committed. So you're handling fear. But you're not really handling it, it's handling you. People don't, listen, don't nobody have weapons because they hard? You have weapons to protect yourself because you're afraid something can happen to you. Most of the people that was locked up that I dealt with, they got locked up because they was afraid. They did. They, they pulled a gun because they was like, maybe that'll scare them away. The person they wasn't scared, so now you got to shoot. Now you're locked up. Right, so, so, so listen, drop your rocks. We got to get out of this, so I, so I got to tell the truth, man. You, you can sit and, you messing up my street cred. Okay. What's it buying you? <laughs> All right, so Paul said, I buffered my Bible. He said, I die daily. He, look, look, he said this. He said, lest I should be exalted through the abundance of revelation that was given to me, a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me. Lest I should be exalted through the abundance of revelation. You know what that is? Lest I should be overconfident. I started to go through things. And remember, Lenny taught uh, yesterday, and he, was, he used the weights, and he said, stuff comes at us, and, and we're supposed to use it as resistance. We're supposed to use it to exercise our muscles. He was talking about weights. Weights are, are heavy, but they, you exercise your muscles. He took all the weights and put them in a bag and put them on his back. He said, so that which God, that which God allowed to come for you to exercise your spiritual faith muscles, you put it on your back and start carrying it around, and it start weighing you down. Right? And so, 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 so in our life, we're in these situations, but they're... There, it says, count on all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, different tests and trials, knowing this, the trine of your faith worketh patience. Let patience have its perfect work, that you'll be perfect and entire, listen to this, lacking nothing. Amen. James 1, 2 through 4. Lacking nothing. We're living this life because we don't want to lack nothing, Gerard. But it says lacking nothing. Gerard said yesterday, he says, okay, I got a good job. I make good money. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I have the things that everybody says, you're approved. 
He says, but there still was something missing. So that means he was lacking something. We talked about healing whole. God wants us to be whole. Right? He doesn't want us to just have this counterfeit. Listen, get the, everybody here has got a new car. After how long was it like you wanted another one? A month? I'm being nice with a month. Some people was like, <laughs> you say, right? Why? So because it's not designed to fulfill you. It's something you're supposed to enjoy like a toy. You don't live with a toy. You just play with it from here, from time to time. But, but you live your life. You see what I'm saying? So, so a lot of these things are like toys. They can't fulfill us. That's God's job. Okay, so just something to think about. So Paul said also in 1 Corinthians 15, 31, he says, I die daily. Right? Now, now, now uh, uh, Sister Belita talked about uh, uh, radical love yesterday. But, but what stood out for me is, is, is Romans, 1, Romans 12, 1. Present yourself as a living sacrifice. So she said to, to operate in radical love, you have to operate in sacrificial love. So you have to sacrifice. So, 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 but she, she kind of gave some scenarios. She says, like, somebody comes at you, you know, you, if you raise a certain way, you clap back. But you clapping back really to say, yo, you ain't playing me. They ain't getting over on me. I told them, right? And so, but really, they trapped you. You told them, but they trapped you. Because, hey, you, you traveling, you know, you're on your path. Now is the way that leads to life and peace, right? And I'm on my narrow way to get fulfilled. And somebody's tripping. So now I told them. I broke them down. They ain't playing me, but they trapped you. They pulled you. They distracted you because you was going that way. Zizi, <laughs> you think you win, but you lose. The Bible says the person that tries to save his life, save his reputation, look, save, save his pride, will lose it. But the person that's willing to lose it will save it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You better be fighting the right battle. Right? And so, so uh, uh, Scripture says in Hebrews, it talks about how when you worship, Hebrews 10, 2, like you have no more conscience of sin. Like you almost, so, but the good thing about having no more conscience of sin, it's not on a consideration block. You know what I'm saying? It's not a consideration. Now, I know that the Scripture says that those that are, are children of God, they, they don't sin anymore. They're not sinners or habitually sin, okay? It's a difference between habitually sin and slipping in the sin. You know what the difference is? One, you're leaping in and saying, forgive me. The other one, I slipped, I have remorse, and God's going to forgive you. You see the difference? Yes. But you can't just be leaping in the Just like jumping in front of a car and saying, God, save me. God's going, do you jump in front of the car? I ain't saying you go there. <laughs> All right, so, so what I'm saying is, is if we stay in worship, which Pastor Mel was talking about uh, Wednesday, she was like a life of worship. Her teaching was having like worshiping all the time. And another, worship is a form of love. And a form of love is presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice. In other words, I'm giving all of myself to every situation. Remember we were talking yesterday about love and sacrificial love. Like it's, 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 I live to give. 
It's for giving. Forgive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's for giving. The number one attribute, God is love, and the number one attribute of love is giving. That means all I do is give. I don't think about myself. Right? So, so I can't have a pity party because I'm not invited to the party. I've died. I don't have a pity party because I'm not invited to the party. I've died. The life I now live, I live in Christ. I'm gone. So nothing anybody's doing affects me because I'm not there. We got to stop showing up for the offense. Right? All right, so then... Um, uh, uh, first, first John 1 9, we talked about that. Uh, if you confess the sin, God is faithful to forgive you the sin and cleanse you of the unrighteousness. Yes. You know, that, that, that torment in your mind, I can't believe I did that. And think about it. Uh, we, I talked about this years ago, uh, even when I was in Ohio. I read a book called, uh, what was it? Uh, this Present Darkness? No, 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 no. This was uh, just, no, Je- Jesse the Planets. Uh, oh, uh, Close Encounter. Close Encounter of the God kind? Was that it? Well, anyway, he, he went to, he had, a, he, 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 uh, he had a vision of being in heaven. So he goes to heaven and he sees the mansions and stuff like that. So he's coming back. And when he comes back, he sees Paul. He says, Paul, I'm going back. Is there anything you want me to tell him? He says, yeah, tell them to take a, a, a lifetime and, and turn it back into a moment. So what he was saying was that 2 Corinthians 4, 17, uh, but your light affliction is but for a moment in time. But worketh for you a far more exceeding weight of glory, right? What he was saying is we take these moments and we expand them beyond the moment. We take the moment and we take it into the next minute, into the next hour, the next day. Y'all have heard this before. To the next week, to the next month. Or like what Lenny had with the weights, we put them, in, put, the, put them in a knapsack and we carry them around. We're constantly, even though, even though the Bible says lay aside every weight, we're carrying them around. And so now our, our whole life has been reduced to playing off of this moment. You know that I can't believe I did that moment. You know that if anybody finds out about this, it'll be an embarrassing moment. You know those moments, right? And then sometimes we're taking um, uh, some of our compromise and converting it into a testimony, and it's like 30 years later. This is what I mean. You know, you know like we're... I used to be out there, to say, and, and I used to be out there, okay. But, but, but what I'm saying is, like, right, you're wearing it like a badge. When, when, do you realize before we did our compromise, we had something that God was establishing as a testimony? Going through the tests and trials to fulfill our design is a testimony. And do you realize you're special, peculiarly made, and that's intriguing enough? That's more valuable than what you've been through? Do you realize that? And people are not getting to to, to see, hear, or experience the fearfully and wonderfully made you because before they get to see you, you keep displaying how you were. Even when you don't display how you were, you play off how you were. I don't want to say nothing because, you know, I'm the type of person that's always been. I'm the type of person. <laughs> hey, you can't drive a car looking through a rearview mirror. 
Can't drive a car looking through a rearview mirror. You're gonna crash. All right, so so all right, so so let's keep this in mind. So the old the old nature, Pastor Melanie said this, uh, the old nature is trying to hold you to your past. So that old man or that natural person is trying to hold you to your past, trying to keep you bound by your past. You know, trying to either have you play off of what mommy and daddy did. Play. Listen, we got stories. I, I used to tell this in, in uh, corrections. I said, we can go up and down the st- any street. Everybody got a story. Yeah. With all due respect, I'm not, listen, I'm not, I'll use one of Pastor Mel's phrases, I'm not poo-pooing on your story. What I'm saying is everybody got a story. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like you, th- oh, oh, woe is me. Woe is all of us if you want to call it that way. So we all got a story. What I'm saying is, but, 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 but do we have a, a, a purpose? Are we locking into that purpose? Are we trying to experience that purpose? Or are we still playing off of the reasons why we're not even nowhere near purpose? Right? Just constantly getting around. If he would have treated me right, boy, I would have been a great dancer. You don't have no legs? He took, he took his legs. That's when he got the divorce. You got your legs. should have got another attorney. <laughs> How you let them get out of there with your legs? <laughs> I, I, just, I was just playing, y'all. Just. <laughs> That's how we roll, right? That's how we roll, right? And we, we keep telling ourselves we can't do because of, you here? Sister Jackie just graduated. You know why? Because they didn't get her brain. She can still use it. She ain't leasing it out to worry. And them, and what they say, and what they think, right? And first of all, if you're mad at them, they don't know. Because they still doing the dumb stuff they did to make you mad. So they got a fleet of people that's mad. They may, they may pick up on your madness once every two, three years. Oh, they're probably mad at me. <laughs> but they ain't nobody thinking about you. I'm not putting you down. They ain't thinking about me either. Because they so caught up in the consequences of their dirt, they ain't got time to think about how dirty they treated you. So forgive them, let go of that unbiblical cord of pain, and go on and get yours. Just something to think about. So the Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 10. <laughs> 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5, right? It says this. It says, our weapons aren't carnal, right? So, so, so what it says is, uh, but though we walk in the flesh, so, so we're in a fleshly vessel. We don't war after the flesh, right? It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Remember those strongholds are all those reasons that's holding this worst case scenario in your mind. Right? But our spiritual weapons come against these strong, the strongholds has us feeling that we're not what God designed. It's not you, it's the stronghold that you've allowed to slip in, resurrect pillars in your mind, and has you focused on the thought that you actually think is you. 
Because you haven't cast down that imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ Jesus. So, yes, you have the thought and you have the feeling. That don't make it real. That means it submerged you. You beyond contagion at that point. You beyond suggestibility. You got taken over. And now when you try to make a move towards the kingdom, take over, go, where do you think you're going? Hey, sitting inside your brain going, please. Like, so, so I watched when I was in uh, Newark, New Jersey, in our, the house next door, they had a Doberman Pinscher. So before people got pitched, Doberman Pinschers was like, and I don't know why people bought, uh, bought dogs that had reputations to turn on you. <laughs> Makes no sense to me. All right, this is how my mind thinks. It's okay. Listen, chill out, man. Keep your, your, your pit. Just chill out. All right, but I'm just saying, so, so, so they were training. They, they bought a trainer. So the trainer had this long uh, leash, but it was, it was called a choker leash. So if you went too far, it would, it would tighten up on your neck. And so let's say from here to, here to where my wife is, he would let the, the, the dog go that far. And then it would, it would tighten up. As soon as it tightened up, he would take the leash and snatch him right back beside him. Then he would go out again. He would take him and snatch him. I watched it. Dragging the dog on the concrete. Snatch him and snatch him right back here. By, I don't know, a week or two went by. I went outside. Everywhere that person went, the dog was right there. Now, the interesting thing is, that's what the devil been trying to do to us. He let you go over so far. You think you're free. You think you're rolling in life. And then, <laughs> get your butt back over here. You ain't going nowhere. What you thought you was about to prosper, please, get your behind back over here. I'm about to take everything you got. Like in the hood, they roll up on you. you I told you I adapted, so I went out like everybody else. Hey, 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 guys, how you, how you want to do this? Give me your money. I mean, I was just saying Hi. I only got like $2. Why are you taking my money? Come on, man. <laughs> we sir, They sent me to the store to get cigarettes. They sent me to get the cigarettes, if you're watching. They sent me to the store to get cigarettes. I come back without the cigarettes or the money. <laughs> you got a little kid in the hood, man. You sending me by myself to get I'm running, you know, trying to stay in shape. Yo, my man. Now, as I got older, I learned Never respond to yo, my man. <laughs> you young, you're like, yeah, what's happening? Give me your money. And them cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? So you get pumped, right? Why y'all laughing at me? The devil been treating y'all like that for the longest. Devil, devil ain't snatching my stuff. Look, I done grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Would be funny if it wasn't so sad, right? But, but, it ain't that funny, man. It was true, though. I mean, I, I listen, you know, we, we all act like we, we was, you know, hard all our lives. No, he wasn't. Well, you became hard. 
because I got tired of people taking my money. You know, I had people in my neighborhood, they were all gangsters from eight years old to 30, so you can't mess with the eight-year-old because the 30-year-old going to beat you senseless. That's, on, that's the top of my street. The bottom of my street, no, 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 right across the street from my house, they were all, you know, some of the brothers robbing banks and stuff like that. So they, I was cool with that family, though. I was cool with that. But the other family, I, I wouldn't even go by their house. I would sneak in the backyard, climb the fence to go to the store. I'm not walking by their house because whatever I got is gone. <laughs> I'm just being real. Well, but that's what the, the, the devil's been doing to us. And, and he's been using the flesh to do to us. Yeah. Having us avoid purpose. You're like, you see purpose, but I can't go because I got to go by. Ah, nah. You know, it's getting in your head, snatching you like that, that Doberman, right? So you have to cast down all imaginations, every high thing exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Cast those thoughts down. If they don't line up with God, see, because we're not playing off of the word, we allow thoughts in our mind that's not, that, that's never, we should never allow. Amen. See, see, certain situations, you got to look, and, and y'all can get mad, but, but I, I love you, so I can give you the truth, right? I, I'm like that with music. Certain music, I can, I'm not listening to that. Why? Because it don't line up with the life of God. At this point in my life, I need all I can get with God. I don't need nothing that's going to feed my flesh, and my flesh is actually going to be a consideration, and it's going to actually cost me again. You know that friend that sometimes you don't want to come around because they're always messing things up? <laughs> or like back in the day when you're in the club, this is the person that caused the fight, now you got to help? You know that friend, right? That's the flesh. Even when you want to do right, Paul said in Romans 7, the flesh got you doing wrong. But why you invite the flesh to the party? Why is he driving with you in the car? Let alone, why did you let him take the wheel? He no, no, nah, I'll drive. And why you ain't just say, no, 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 I'm good. Matter of fact, we kind of crowded. I, I, I want to allow certain people in the car. You can't come. You got them in the car, driving the car, thinking you're going to be okay. Then you get in trouble, and you're like, man, I don't understand how this happened. It, ha- it happened when you allowed it. And that's what we're doing. We're not, we got to cast down those imaginations. We can't be around things that's going to feed our flesh. It's going to crush our purpose. Amen. You're going to get some success, but you'll never be fulfilled. That success will be temporary, right? And look, 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 right after this, right after this, because I told you there's power in obedience, right? Right after he said, uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting out imaginations. He said, having the readiness you know, that's an alertness. That's not, that's not, do, 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 do. <laughs> no, I'm. you know, like in the hood, you got to keep your head on a swivel, right? Like you got to see stuff before it comes. Like you just can't be walking around. I took my wife to, to the first time I took her to Jersey. I said, like, baby, okay, lock your doors, do this. I said, no, don't, don't carry that money out. Don't do this. She's like, I'm good. I grew up in uh, the terrace. <laughs> oh, not terrace. Uh, where, where is it at? So where'd you grow up? What'd you tell me? Did you say Linden? It was Linden. Well, it was the hood, okay. Columbus hood. <laughs> so, so what I said is, I said, babe, I'm not saying you, you haven't been able to navigate, but I'm telling you how to navigate out here. You're in North New Jersey. And she was seeing people everywhere. Like, but there's no buildings or nothing. Like, there's no stores. There's no party. Just on the, like, regular side street. It was like people. She was like... She, so she started locking the doors. I said, why are you locking your door? She says, well, 
What are they doing and where are they going and why are they out here? And everywhere we went, we went to my dad's house. So she was walking, she jumped up on her. I said, what you doing? She says, why, why are they just walking in the street? I said, I tried to tell you, you got to keep your head on a swivel. And so this, the, the scripture says, having the readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So I'm looking for opportunities to avenge all disobedience. I'm not running from opportunities to be obedient. I'm looking for them. Right? Are we doing that? Are we doing that? Or are we going, well, I'm not, I'm not even going around. I'm not, because I don't want nobody asking me nothing. Just ask me nothing. Did they leave yet? Pastoring them, greet, pastoring them greeting out there, I think I'm going to go out the side door. I know it's an emergency exit, but it's an emergency. Like, 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 are we, are we rolling like that? Running from obedience. Don't nobody tell me. I don't want nobody to tell me nothing. But see, obedience kills the flesh. I'm going to repeat it. Obedience kills the flesh. And see, see, and another way we get that flesh killed or we punk that flesh or we keep it under is operating in patience. The Bible says through patience you possess your soul, right, in Luke 21, 19. And so, so now this makes uh, what Sister Belita was saying, she was saying, well, I've seen that story. And, and so when you hear from somebody else's angle, I was actually talking to Tracy. He called me early this morning. <laughs> so, so I called him last night to tell him what we was talking, but he called me early this morning. And I was talking to him. And, he, he, you know, when I hear the other angle, you know, like, you'd be like, because you don't know. You, you're the participant. You have no idea. And so when she was, like, like, like my eyes started to well up when she was saying, because I was like, yeah, that is what happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, you don't even, you, you, you got to get through it. You got to do the time. You know, Denzel said hurricane. Like, I, gotta, I had to do the time. So when you're doing the time, you don't want to know. You don't want to focus on it, and you're not going to magnify the craziness because you're trying to get through it. But you don't, even, you don't know how you look going through it until you hear somebody else talking about it. Right? And so, so when you're going through that process, you know, you're, 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 you're really punking the flesh because the flesh wants to go, oh, no, you're going to make me look bad. Where everybody thinks I'm boo-boo the fool. Actually, I said this to uh, uh, the man of God I was under maybe after we left. I said, listen, man. I said, I said, while I was serving you, people gave me a pass because they said, hey, he's a servant. Doesn't make sense that he's going through what he's going through. Like David. You give David a pass, he's serving Saul, man. He's just serving Saul. He's just a faithful servant. I said, but now that we're pastoring the church... I said, ain't nobody going to be giving me a pass. They'd be like, oh, no, you, I thought you was a servant. You a fool. Right? I said, I can't. No, I said, I, we're going to have to talk about truth now. Because I, I because if you, if, I said, I'm, I won't be able to, nobody's going to invite me in their circles if they think, oh, this guy really like, oh, he don't have a brain. I thought he was a servant, but he don't have a brain. That kid retarded. Look and get beat sisless senseless, like a little yuppie. But I'll tell you this, 
what plunked my flesh, because I really, once I learned that it's all about being in the Spirit, flowing in the Spirit, trusting the Spirit, I said, that's where I got to be. I got to invest my life there. And that's what God's doing with your life. He's investing your life in the Spirit because he knows where he's going to take you. You got to be led by the Spirit. If you're led by the, you, this right here and the flesh, you're going to actually destroy a phenomenal platform. So he's training you right now to be led of the Spirit. So what happens is in this process, I, I learned something, and, and I hope we get this. We shouldn't be looking for a stage. We should be looking for an altar. We shouldn't be looking for a stage. We should be looking for an altar. See, if we're looking for a stage, we're going to resurrect that flesh. If we're looking for an altar, we're going to kill that flesh and resurrect that spirit, man. And this is what the challenge is. Every time we get moving, the flesh says, but can't nobody see what you're doing? And you got all these skills and, you know, and what about all the things you told people before? You know, and how does this give you props when you sit down for dinner with them? It gives you props when you arrive at what God has purpose and plan for you. And they see you humbly processing through the journey. They see you tending those sheep out in the wilderness. And nobody was out there with you. Nobody was out there with you when the lion came. But you did get a victory that was training you for something. Nobody was out there when the bear came. But you did get a victory. You were being trained for something. Nobody was that. Nobody. It wasn't a whole lot of people. Just a few when you got anointed to take a throne. And then sent back out to the sheep. But guess who was there? The greatest audience of all. God. And when you got to your throne, people start looking at hindsight. Wait a minute. That was the person that had the sheep. Oh, y'all think I'm talking to her? Cliff, I know you don't think I'm talking to her. Only. Right? That was the person that had the sheep. That was the person. And, and, and I saw him with the sheep. And they, they did it faithfully. Consistently. Not guiding one sheep looking up. Throne. Got another sheep looking up, throne, sheep done fell off the cliff because you're constantly looking back <laughs> trying to find the throne. <laughs> Some of us been losing sheep. Scripture tells us to find the sheep, right? Yeah. Right? All right, so, so, so we shouldn't be looking for a stage but an altar. All right, and so this, this waiting that, that, that we're doing in, while we're on the altar um, it resists the, flesh, the flesh's push for us to yield to its influence. The flesh is constantly pushing for us to yield to its influence. But if I'm waiting and I'm patient, right, and I'm inviting opportunities for humility and not running from them. See, this is what we're doing. We're constantly, yeah, I did that. I did that. Ms. Lamar prayed for me. And I'm going, so, so, so what I did was I prayed. No, he prayed for me. And it punks my flesh to make sure when I acknowledge, remember when I honor the source. But I don't want to do that. I just want to act like, because this is how I flow. And I'm cheating myself from God resurrecting me because I'm trying to resurrect myself. Stay buried. Let God resurrect you. If God resurrects you, you're unstoppable. You resurrect yourself, 
it might fall back in the grave. So that's all I'm saying. We got to keep this flesh out of our way. The scripture says, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation, right? The spirit is indeed willing, the flesh is weak. Be not deceived. Uh, I'm sorry, Galatians 6, 7, and 9. I'm going to close out here in a second. Don't let your flesh rush you out to get what you need. That's the thing. Do you, do you let the, the, the flesh rush you out of the movie? What is it doing for your purpose? You get around the things that's supposed to actually now stir you up to fulfill you, and you rush out of them. You rush out of praying. You rush out of worship. You rush out of the things of God. You're casual with the most important things. Readiness and watching and praying is not being casual. But we're, we're attentive to, I got to make sure I show up so they're not mad at me. And so when I have my party, they show up. We're going to be attentive to that. Come on, man. Let's, let's, let's get with the program. So Galatians 6, 7 through 9. It says, for be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever, whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall also reap, right? Look, it says, for he that soweth to his flesh, right, shall of the flesh reap corruption. So he that floweth to his selfishness, so, uh, so, so shall of the selfishness reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. He that, that soweth to the Spirit tap into the Holy Spirit with unselfish deeds shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. We shall reap if we don't give up doing spiritual things. Punking that flesh. I've been saying this for years. You got to punk that flesh, man. And so when you're casual, when you're casual, when you get around the things of God and the kingdom of God, it's set up in an order to allow you to keep that flesh on the altar. Worship is set up to allow you to keep that flesh on the altar. Right? Believe it or not, tithing is set up to keep that flesh on the altar. Because why don't people tithe? Stop, stop with the, you know, I don't know what they're doing with the money. You don't know what the rapper doing with the money. You don't know what the, the person at the concert is doing with the money. You don't know that they charge you 200% when you go shopping. But I don't see nobody going, man, pff, I ain't getting my money. You don't know that they, it, it, it cost them 25 cents to make that, and they just charge you $300. Straight hustle. Yeah. Right now, some people signed up for houses. When they signed up, the house was 300000 When they came back, it's 400000 Do you think they're not getting that house? They get getting that house. But when it comes to God's word told us to tithe because he knows your treasure, where your heart is, where your treasure is, your heart is. Where your heart is, your treasure is. Y'all know the scripture. This is Matthew. Right? So he knows that, but that punks your flesh. Because your flesh is looking for self-preservation. Self-preservation. We ain't trying to preserve self. We're trying to kill self. To make room for the spirit, right? Communion we did. That's that's all that stuff is we're attaching, punking the flesh. Baptism, we're burying what? The old man so the new man can rise, right? All this stuff is punking the flesh. Bible study fellowships. Uh, discipleship class at 915, 
Uh, Bible school is seven, and to, to a lot of people's credit, they punk in their flesh. They're there at seven o'clock on Saturday. For the record, I am too, <laughs> right? But what I'm saying is these things are punk in the flesh. Fast week, it's starving the flesh to hear from the Spirit. So stop being so casual. Stay in your Word. Every time you're in your Word, you punk your flesh. Every time, because the Word, the, the flesh don't feel like reading to it. Flesh don't feel like praying. Flesh don't feel like doing nothing spiritual. Do as much as you can spiritually. And yes, you live and navigate in this life. So he's giving you richly all things to enjoy. Enjoy things. Don't make them your, your items of worship. Amen. That's when it shifts. When your car get more love than God, your house get more love than God, your clothes get more than God, your Gucci, whatever, get more than God. We're supposed to enjoy they're, they're like a toy. There's something for us to enjoy. So enjoy your life. Go on vacation. Get a nice ride. Enjoy the ride. But I learned this the first car I got. And the only thing that was important was the system. I realized I couldn't live in a car. <laughs> you know, I'm bumping, you know, going up and down the road. And then I parked. And I was like, I can only stand here for so long. Like, I got to get out. <laughs> I can't live here. I wanted to. It was a better system in the car than in my apartment. But... But I couldn't live in a car. You can't live in it. And it gets old. It's subject to change. It's temporary. It's not eternal. And so, so, so we're, 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 we took this time, we're spending this time, try to challenge us to get out of, the, to, to get out of that fleshly life and walk into the spirit, spirit life. That's all. And, and set goals. We always say this. When you hear something, set a goal. I'm going to, but, but something you could be consistent at. So if you're already reading, set a higher bar. I don't care if it's five. See, I'd be nice when I'd be saying five scriptures. Five scriptures take like a half a minute. That ain't even really punking your flesh. You know, that's like, you know, uh, somebody cooking something and, and they give you the spoon and you taste it. That's what that is. You just got a spoonful of word. Like, what that's going to do? Right, right. Uh, and then you're going to go work out? You need, you need more nourishment than that, right? 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 So what I'm saying is, like, get, get, like, it, to, a chapter take all of two, two what, two minutes? Uh, well, it probably take you half a minute. You're trying to speed read. But outside of him, what? I, I'll, I'll give you some chapter, maybe five minutes. Is, is that fair? You're right. Five minutes. Do we got five minutes? Oh, oh, oh. Do we got five minutes every day? Oh, listen. Every day. So we can't read a chapter every day? My God. Wow. Every day. Why? At every age, why can't we read a chapter every day? I just ain't got no time to read the Word. You ain't got five minutes? You sit on your bed, I tell you this all the time, thinking about what you're going to do for about 30 minutes. You know how y'all are. I got to do this, I do this. Well, if I do that, it's going to do this. And then, then you go step to do something. If you like my wife, if she's working on something, then she go into the next room. She'll start working on that room. And she was over in this room. Then she go in this room. She'll start working on that. Then she get a phone call. So she should she, be rolling, right? But some of us sit on our beds and, and just ponder and think of what somebody said. Did I say the right thing? I do this. That takes about 30 minutes. Why don't you fast five of those minutes and read a chapter? I'm being nice when I say that. We need to be wrote more than a chapter a day. But start there and be consistent. And then every quarter, 
We have fast week every quarter. Build on it. Right? But don't, don't, don't start nothing. I'm going to read eight chapters every day. And then after two days, you, you can't do it. No, start what you could do every day. And, and just make it a part of your life. Because you ain't stop eating food. The Bible says man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, right? Matthew 4. You understand what I'm saying? So that's all I'm saying. I'm saying, like, let's shift some things because our spirit is starving, but we need our spirit to navigate through the attacks that's coming at us right now. Whether you're paying attention or you're walking around naive, there's a war going on. And they're flash flooding us. They're, they're, they're taking children. They're taking youth. They're taking adults. Quick, because it's coming at us more... It's hitting us quicker. It's hitting our flesh quicker than our spirit can respond because we're not feeding our spirit. Yeah. And then it, it, it almost suckers you to believe ain't nothing I can do because it's overwhelmed you, right? And so that's all, that's, that's, that's all we're trying to challenge you with. I'm not trying to put nobody down because I had to go through the process. What I just told you is what I had to do. I had to say, okay, call yourself a Christian. Why'd you do that? All right, so obviously this flesh is getting in the way, so I'm going to have to start feeding the spirit. So I just started reading more and still was drinking a, 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 a well, I, I reduced it down to a 20-ounce can of Slits Mall Liquor Bull, you know, or something, you know. But I reduced it to that. But I started to flush myself with the word and more and more and more the desire for the things that was feeding my flesh went away. And you know what got on my nerves? When the flesh would get my behind in trouble. When I would get anger for no reason. I cooked a whole meal of fish, got so mad, I slammed the, the whole uh, bag with the plates in on the ground. I was like, uh-oh. But you're a Christian now. And then when I asked the Holy Spirit, what was that? He said, that was your flesh. I said, nah, nah, but I'm, I'm living for you now. He said, no, you're not listening to that music. No, you're not. Watching what you was watching last week. He says, you want to keep the flesh out? Feed the spirit. So I'm telling you what I went through too. I'm not telling you like, man, y'all, I don't know about y'all. Y'all probably never going to be a Christian, a real one. <laughs> I'm not, I would never think that or say that, giving you targets. Set the target and watch. I, I, I listen to these people all week. I listen to... Uh, People in Bible study fellowship, I watch people, things clicking, people growing, people realizing, because that's what the process is. What we talk about yesterday in Bible study, uh, it starts out as an agony, right? Then it, then it develops into an appetite. Then you cross over into it's amusing or it's pleasurable. We actually think everything's supposed to be amusing first because the world trains you that way. You show up at service. Oh, this ain't entertaining enough. All right, go somewhere else. Is that what you were showing up for? Or you were showing up what you needed to get to fulfill your life? But Valida talked about it yesterday. Like, the, the culture's changed. It's just changed. Like, nobody wants to put in any work. Do you, there's nothing that will benefit you without going through some agony. Amen. You're going to go through agony because it's new. Everybody that's married will tell you this. You go through agony not because the person is the wrong person. It's because you got two different people. I'm from North New Jersey. She's from Columbus, Ohio. Two different worlds. And then we have both been through pain. 
And then we both was, I was cool with Keith. She was cool with Melanie. So she was thinking, well, if he could be like Melanie, he's, he, 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 all right. he just need to be, do more things Melanie would do. And then, of course, I'm thinking, you're out of your mind. You need to do more what Keith would do. As opposed to finding out why God sent me help. Her finding out, why did she send her a man of God with vision? You see, you see what I'm saying? But we had to agonize to get to that point. The agony was letting go of what we were comfortable with. And only holding on to what was going to put us in harmony. Listen, I watch our faces. We could be in Bible study fellowship in certain situations. I watch the faces. You'll hear something. And you'll be like, man, nah. I've always thought this. That's your agony point right there. Because I'm not speaking from personal preference. I'm speaking from this. It's agony, but then it becomes an appetite where you actually want it. You're looking for it. You feel uncomfortable if you don't have it. Then it becomes amusing. To watch God doing the stuff he's doing because you've been consumed with the word. But some of us, you train people. It's a part of the process. They got to go through the agony. Then it has to become a part of their default to want to work out. And I know people get on your nerves if they're coming in there thinking, well, this hurt. As opposed to what? You ain't used the muscle. Have you ever used the muscle? It's supposed to hurt. Right? But then after a while, you see them in there, they're working out all the time. You can't stop them. Then it becomes amusing when they see they cut. Right? Vito, I ain't talking about working out. I'm talking about what we're supposed to be doing in the spirit. It's the same system. Does that make sense? Standing feet. That's enough for today. That's all. Glory to God.